millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So about Michael Jordan, how are you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a good one. This is a going to be a fantasy draft. I guess you can call it playoffs. So basically, we are going to have all the 10 teams, all the 10 people that participated in the draft are going to face each other. We're going to choose the winners, except if Chris is playing a game, I'm going to choose Chris's winning. And if I'm playing a game, I'm going to choose the winners. Fair. So each team's playing three games, and uh, that's going to be the structure. So we have a three-team conference, a three-team conference, and a four-team conference. What are you thinking about this, Chris? Um, All I want to say is that please don't screw me. Like the ref screw the Sacramento Kings 2000-2001. Yeah, Chris's teams look terrible. He's going 0-9. There's a losers bracket? (laughs) No, there's not. Do you want to make one? Nah, 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 nah. Some people got some good teams. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Yeah. So, um... I'll just. Do you want to just go conference by conference? That's fine. Yeah. Do, do you uh, you have the the document, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me one second. So we have three teams in conference one. For each team, we have a little. Uh, we we wrote up a little bit of a, a description for each team, flaws and strengths and weaknesses and all that type of stuff. So we're reading off their uh, team name and the roster and all those type of things. So. The first one is my team, 50% of the basketball addicts. I got Magic Johnson, Russell Westbrook, Pistol Pete Maravich, Zach Levine, Paul George, T-Mac, Jason Tatum, Dominique, Walt Bellamy, Patrick Ewing, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bob Lanier. Now, I drafted this team on purpose. So I wanted to create a lineup that could face up against people who have good bigs and people who are playing more of a small ball lineup. So my small ball lineup is just going to have uh, Wilt and Walt Bellamy rotate at the center. Dominique Wilkins destroying people as a small ball four with Jason Tatum as his backup. And then T-Mac, Paul George, Pistol Pete Maravich, Zach Levine, Magic and Russ. The big lineup features Wilt, Bob Lanier, Walt Bellamy, Patrick Ewing to build out a really big front court to create a lot of spacing. 
So, like, my idea was I wanted all my bigs other than Will to be able to shoot. I wanted that to create shot uh, shooting space for Magic and Russ to create off the dribble. I have guys to run pick and rolls with Pistol P, Maravich, and Zach Levine as, like, shooting threats. And ISO guys with T-Mac, Jason Tatum, like, it's Paul George. The, my team is stacked with two-way guys, too. So, yeah, the, I built my team to really be well-rounded. Uh, Chris, do you are you looking at Brian Team Underwood? <clears throat> um, let's see. Oh shoot, here it is. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you can you read his uh his team and description? We try to rotate it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so one thing I did want to say before we continue on is that you did steal a piece of Pete from me. That was in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you also snow magic from me. Yes. Um, he's still on my players, but that's not the thing. Alrighty, yeah, so one of our uh so we held like a, a just a, a draft last week um with different so different people from Instagram and then people we know personally and things like mm-hmm. that. And they all joined in and this is one of the teams of the guy, his name is Brian. Um, today's his birthday. Shout out, Brian. He turned 17 today. Oh, shout him out. Yeah. Happy birthday, Brian. Yeah. So his team is Underwood. So he had Kyrie as a point guard, Jason Williams as a point guard, Deli as a point guard, Nate Robinson, <laughs> De'Aaron Fox. So many guards. Yes. He, he kind of got too many guards. He's looking like the <laughs> from the Wolves out here. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> then you got Bill and Elgin Baylor as a shooting guard. And then he got Scotty at Metal World Peace at Small Forward, Giannis at Power Forward, and his center is Shaq and Taco Fall. He guy was going the right direction. Go ahead. Yeah. No, he got, he got a guy that's not even in the NBA. Like, doesn't get minutes. Taco yeah. <laughs> he was going the right direction with Giannis because that's uh-huh. a great super team, like, yes. building block. And then he kind of just messed it up after that. Yes. Um, so this team lacks depth. It's too many small point guards. Like I said, it's looking like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Too many guards, not enough spacing. So not terrible, but no identity. So this team's going to have to rotate Kyrie in for the Aaron Fox at the point guard position and Deli and Bradley Bill at the shooting guard position. So now you have Deli and Bradley Bill playing shooting guard. Now I know everybody like loves like Elgin Baylor, but the man can't shoot and he's overrated. Oh my god, yes. he's so underrated. Yes. He's so overrated. I mean, like, yes. people are talking about saying that, oh, he's like the prototype for Jordan. Scratch all that. No. <laughs> no, he's not. No. That is Dr. J. Yes, 100%. Um, so, yeah, then you have Bradley Bill and he's a shot creator. So, Bill and um, Deli, at least Deli can shoot a three point shot, which is not bad. Yeah. Not great, but it's not bad um bradley bill is a shot career supreme amazing players guy from the metal world piece um fit terribly on this team Giannis, shack and Tucker far are all superhumans at attacking the rim and putting pressure on the room but this team's going to have to run this team's going to have to run into a real shooting problem because all they because all they have is their point guard shooting guard which is make a shoot who's going to have decreasing value than if they're small for a position should to it don't even get me <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't even get me started on the fact that who's Giannis is back up world <laughs> meta world piece. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like six eight. Yeah, right? yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And Taco Fall sucks. So what are we going to do if Shaq is gassed out? If this team was built correctly, this team could have had a chance at championship, and they got close with Kyrie and Bill. Kyrie, Bill, and Giannis, they had a chance. They had a chance. Yes. Then it fell yes. apart after that. If they would have just drafted Paul George, mm-hmm. way different. Way different. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so great players, but fluctuating team. All right, right I'll, I'll, I'll do the next one. So we have DJ1. This guy was uh, from Instagram. He's got Steph Curry, Tim Hardaway, Allen Iverson, Steve Kerr, Dr. J, Tony Kukoc, Porzingis, LaMarcus Aldridge, the GOAT, Kwame Brown, Vladi Divac, <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo, and Nikola Jokic. Um, so this has a good. This team has a good starting lineup, but it has real flawed uh, depth problems. So they don't really have like Steve Kerr. He's a defensive liability. Kukoc is a defensive liability. It's just and Tim Hardaway is your backup point guard. It's really really lacking. Um, and they just, they have a good starting lineup that fits and makes sense. And they have good shooting, which makes a lot of sense. It's just that they could have done a lot better job to uh, create a better team here. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's really lacking on being a complete team. Like being a team that's going to be able to uh, win a lot of games. So, uh, Chris, what do you... So this is where we're going to start choosing games. Mm-hmm. So each team is going to play each other three times. So okay. how many times... So what do you think is the record going to be between my team and Brian Underwood? Sheesh. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Your team's just built too well. You know, he's missing a lot. He doesn't have any shooting. They're going to get a, a destroyed, not mm-hmm. interiorly, but from the outside. So, I think you might win three times. Sheesh. All three times. I want to give him a game, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Me versus DJ1. When we were picking for him, he was he had a chance, and then once he took himself over, that's when it was no longer a chance. It's not built terribly, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's true. I think... I think with, like, Curry AI, he might be able to get at least, like, one... It might be able to get one game. Okay. Maybe one game. So, I, I, I went 2-1 over DJ1. Yeah. Uh, so that means mathematically, I'm gonna move on. What's gonna be interesting is let's see who do you think wins. Let's we can actually talk together about this. Brian Underwood versus DJ One. Three game series. Mm. 
Well, it's I tough. think DJ One has the size mm-hmm. to at least be not be like, oh, we can't guard Giannis and Shaq at all. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly think DJ One would win two games. Two to one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because he kind of did because Brian didn't pick a really good team. Mm-hmm. So I think that possibly like because <clears throat> his team looks pretty solid. It's like not the best players, but it's not. It's still not bad. He has potential. He's yeah. missing something. So I could see that two one. So in this bracket, DJ one one three games. Mm-hmm. Brian Underwood won one game, and I am moving on to the next round, winning five. Yep. That's what we're talking about, going to the championship. Christopher Muhammad, I expect you to join me. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I do. <laughs> All right, well, our uh, Christopher Muhammad is in the next bracket. So, Chris, talk to us about your team. Okay, so my team is the other half. <laughs> that's what I like. That's what I call us. I call us the other half. So I have John Stockton at the point guard. Rondo also at the point guard. I have my shooting guards are Ray Allen, Devin Booker, and George Gervin. Twelve fours I have MPJ and Peja. And then power forward I have AD, Kevin McHale, and Bob McAdoo. So and then also I since I only have I have two centers. I have Hakeem and Demarcus Cousins. So my first pick was Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. My whole point of picking him first was because centers were going fast. It was like I have to pick the best available, so I took Hakeem. I took Hakeem, and I was thinking, okay, how can I make Hakeem a super team? Essentially, what do I need? Okay, Hakeem is a very dominant interior force. So what we need is shooting. We need shooting at a high level. We need point guards who can give them the ball and who can also spread the floor. Now, I didn't quite do that to the best of my ability with John Stockton and Rondo, but with everything else on my team, I was able to give him the shooting that he needed. So here we go. <clears throat> so I picked John Stockton because, like, okay, he's an assist leader. I mean, he was an assist leader. He's a steals leader, so now you got that defensive uh, mindset as well. And then he's also like known for running the pick and roll with Carl Malone. Now you give him a different, I mean, it's a player better than Carl Malone, in my opinion. And let him run the pick and roll through Hakeem Olajuwon or just feed him in the post. He's going to be great getting that, I mean, getting that entry pass, everything. Mm-hmm. Then you give Rondo a chance when he comes off the bench because you're going to have, you're going to have John Stott to start and Rondo come off the bench. Rondo now, he can face the floor a little bit. And his IQ and his mindset with basketball is on a totally different level. He's one of the greatest minds of basketball, like I said, once again, in my opinion. So now you give him the keys and you give him an all-star cast. And now you let him you let him decide and make all the decisions. And that's going to get you to where you want to go. So shooting guard-wise, I looked at best shooters available because they started dropping like flies. I couldn't get Curry. I couldn't get... Um, Chris Mullins. I mean, like, a lot of these guys I missed out on. So I ended up getting Ray Allen. Ray Allen is the best available in my opinion. Once Curry's gone, it's either Clay or Ray Allen at that point. 
maybe Reggie Miller. I went with Ray Allen. It gives you a little bit more consistency. It gives you a little bit more clutch shooting. You know, in this case, it might go down to the wire. Then you pair him with D-Book and George Gervin. George Gervin is not much of a shooter, but he's a really good slasher. He cuts through the lane, and it's moved like butter. So now he's chopping up your defense, and now they he's attracting attention while Ray Allen is in the corner, who you have to worry about, or you have to, or you can pass it to D-Book, and now he's chopping up the defense because now you have to worry about the fact that he can shoot whenever. He's, he's going to create the shot. He's a shot creator. So now he has the ability to dismantle your defense dismantle your defense from either inside or outside. And then you always have to worry about our constant slashing threat, which is George Gervin. And then our other shooting threat, which is Ray Allen. You don't want to leave him open and you don't want to leave D Book open. So you take your chance with George Gervin and he's gonna splice you up. Now moving on with the small forwards, I have MPJ and Peja. Okay. I got Peja because I like that Sacramento Kings team, if you haven't noticed yet. And I think that he might have been at that point in time when I was choosing because I couldn't get LeBron. I couldn't get Kawhi. They were all gone. I couldn't get Nowitzki. There was a lot of people I I wasn't able to get. I couldn't get PG. So I chose Peja. Peja is going to be a bigger body. He's going to be able to space the floor. He's going to be able to bang inside. He's not going to be super strong, but he's going to be able to space the floor and knock down those shots. And then you also get MPJ. Now, MPJ, I was taking him off the fact that I do like the Denver Nuggets and that I saw potential. So maybe, just maybe, you know, he could tap into that next level and we could see something. If not, he still will be a, you know, a nice center. I mean, not a nice centerpiece, but a nice piece on my team, you know, just to give some fresh young legs out there. Um, and then as far as the power forward, I got AD, Kevin McHale, and Bob McAdoo. Kevin McHale, we already know. You know, he's one of those guys who has a million and one post moves. So he's chopped. So now you have to worry about slashers, shooters, getting chopped up in the paint by Kevin McHale and also Hakeem Olajuwon as well. So now you have so many big bodies just throwing themselves at you. And if you don't have what it takes to defend that, then you're just going to just be destroyed inside, outside. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You also have AD who can bang inside. He's, he's a little bit on the slimmer side. He's not as big, not really of a big body, but he can also knock down that shot as we've seen. And he can also be one, a clutch shooter as well. He wants to take those shots. Bob McAdoo, I mean, 50-point game, MVP, it goes without saying he's a strong body, another strong body that you have to worry about in the paint. Um, so then my other center is DeMarcus Cousins. So coming out with DeMarcus Cousins, now you can pair him and AD together. Now that's two big bodies, two shooting threats, two shooting threats from both the four and the five now that can come in and this, and now they can be like a modern version of the Twin Towers. And that's kind of how I chose it. Yeah, it's a really good draft. It's a really good post. Big, movable. And Kevin McHill and Bob McAdoo allow you to play, like, big and small. Because, like, Mm -hmm. 
if you have a power forward that's slow footed, you could just put Kevin McHale on there. He's got to deal with the post moves, but if you need somebody who can switch, Bob McAdoo is like six nine and pretty smooth athlete. So the idea of him switching is not pretty not that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, do you have anything else? Um no. All right. So we're gonna kick it to the next team. Ben, a lot of people love this guy's team. His team name is Dirk uh, something with Nowitzki. I forget what the... Gareth Nowitzki. Gareth Nowitzki. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this team has CP3, Luca, Penny Hardaway, John Wall, Drexler, Kyle Korver, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Dirk, Dennis Rodman, Chuck, Kareem. So... Sadly, this team has an amazing fit with Dirk and Kareem, but who's the backup center? Dennis Rodman, six foot seven. Charles Barley, six foot six. It's probably gonna have to be Dirk. So, because of that, that effect of Dirk and Kareem pairing so well is gonna be negated. Um, and then you're gonna have to ask, like, when Kareem and Dennis Rodman on the floor, that's a lot of uh, not a lot of less spacing. When Kareem and Charles Barkley on the floor, that's not a lot of spacing, right? So it's – and Kawhi and Jimmy Butler are mid-range guys anyway. Um, so this team has real center depth problems. Um, it has really good draft of point guards. And we were really, really, really low on this team until I realized something just now, literally just now. So I wrote a long, we wrote a long like list of stuff talking about how they did a bad job drafting three, four point guards. But you could put Luca at the two, and just say Drexler, get off because even though Drexler is amazing, we need the spacing right, and just rotate Drexler and Corver and rotate CP3 and Penny Hardaway at the point guard position. And then things become more interesting. Because Luka Doncic can shot create, create off the dribble. Like, if you just tell him to play off ball, it, there's potential there. There's real potential there of this team being really good. Their flaws are going to be, like, center position. If this guy would have just drafted, like, Alonzo Mourning instead of Dennis Rodman, this team would be tough. Like, super well-rounded, no holes, but it's it does have flaws, but when you think about Luka at the two, things get scary because that's a lot of really good point guards, a lot of really good high basketball IQ players to pair with Kareem. So, yeah, this, this team's going to play like half-court placed, uh, not going to be flying up and down the floor, especially with CP3. No. There's his... His greatest advantage is the assist turnover ratio that he creates. So, yeah, that's what we're thinking for Ben's team. It's going to be really tough to see who's going to come out of this conference. All right, then the last team is Javon Ledford. Chris, are you ready to talk about Javon's team? Yeah. All right. So he drafted Ben Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known you were going (laughs) to. You mean the Shanghai Sharks drafted Ben Simmons, Chris? Right, Sharks. Uh, Ben Simmons, G League Ignite drafted Ben Simmons. Um, 
Mm. Gary Payton, Tony Parker, <laughs> Patty Mills, Jamal Murray, James Harden, Sheesh. LeBron. He dropped LeBron <laughs> first. You got Chris Middleton, Paul Millsap, David Robinson, and Ben Wallace. So pretty decent team. A um, couple holes there. So the three best picks he made were the picks that he didn't make. So, <laughs> <laughs> besides the first one. So LeBron, yeah. automatically a great pick. Then he yes. paired that with James Harden and Jamal Murray. That made the team scary. Yes. If this team did not have the obvious size flaws, then it could win the whole thing. Yes. So obviously this team has a problem. They can't have to play small, but luckily they have LeBron, the greatest yes. of all time, James, to be your small ball, to be your small ball four. And you yeah. can rotate Ben Simmons at the same position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, ugh, okay. <laughs> so when Ben Simmons <laughs> is out, I mean LeBron James is out, so you can have Ben Simmons as your point forward or leading things if he can, you know, nut up and stop trying to not score and be scared <laughs> of the free throw. Um, yeah. To play a certain way, they always have no power for depth, so you don't have you don't want to put Paul and Miss up on the floor against all time greats. He's just not. No. But David Robinson is an amazing, world class defender, and so has Ben Wallace. So that can really help the interior. So then you're going to have to play Chris Middleton, major minutes to make this all work. And I have Ben Simmons rotating in as the back small forward, back of small forward. That's not giving a ton because of Chris Middleton's an okay three point shooter. He's more of like mid range, fine spot kind of guy. But with more space, he might be he might being efficient in twelve to fifteen points. Then now this is where the interesting part happens. So James Harden is a demigod, kind of sorta. <laughs> he's going to get most of the minutes and Jamal Murray is also ridiculous it's just some ridiculous three point shooting oh my god it's ridiculous Yeah. and shot creation combo at this two guard and then you're going to give Gary Payton a lot of minutes and have Tony Parker rotating behind him so this team has enough shooting to create spacing for LeBron and the ridiculous defensive team like legitimately Gary Payton Vince Simmons, LeBron, David Robson, Ben Wallace like, that's some pretty special defenders now they're going to run into a little bit of a problem because LeBron's going to want to make all decisions and Ben Simmons is not really valuable without the basketball. Very true. So when Tony Parker and Gary Payton on the floor, their value is minimized a little bit and turned into scores, so they're not going to be as valuable as their names are because obviously they're going to be the ones making decisions with the ball because even after LeBron and Ben Simmons, you have to feed James Harden and have to feed Jamal Murray because they're much more offensive explosions. So LeBron is going to be really special. I do question a little bit the three-point shooting like outside of Brown, especially when Ben Simmons is on the floor. So this is going to be really interesting. I would say this team gets really negatively impacted by the fact they didn't build around Brown the right way. Very true. That's so true. With more guys that are just offensive weapons, because when you pair Brown and Ben Simmons, you get 40 events of point four passing. Hell, so you just have to get offensive super weapons just around them so they didn't do, really do a good job do that. And they obviously have lack of depth and size, so a team that's balanced is going to be really hard for them to beat, which is really sad, because if they, they would have gotten the defensive weapons, then the David Robinson LeBron James pick and roll was facing would have been an unstoppable force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this team really good small ball team. The only thing that I think of after listening to you say that is what if you put Jamal Murray at the one and James Harden at the two and just rotate GP and Tony Parker behind them? 
I was thinking more like James Harden at the one, Jamal Murray at the two. That makes so James, sense. Harden, James Harden would be the better passer, and you would let you would free Jamal Murray up to shot create. Yeah. To space the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So these are really interesting teams here. So I am choosing Chris's record. Uh, so this is going to be fun. Don't do me dirty. <laughs> All right. So Christopher Muhammad's going up against Ben Gerthnowski. All right. Let me look. Let me look again at these teams. So one problem for Ben here is I love Dennis Rodman, but he's just too short to be expected to stop Kevin McHale. Like, you could just put Kevin McHale out there. You don't have to worry about putting Bob McAdoo out here because he has nobody at the power forward position that's going to be like, oh, he's going to beat him off the dribble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then Charles Barkley has literally said multiple times that Kevin McHale was like his kryptonite. So... Him as the backup behind Anthony Davis and Akeem. It's just so scary for Ben because you have so much interior. Like, AD and Akeem, I don't think people have realized how scary of a combo that is interior-wise. Like, those, this AD might be the greatest defensive player in the league right now, and Akeem might have been in the 90s. So, it's a scary combo. Man, a good mid. He has the whole Luke at the two thing is tough. John Stockton, Rondo, Ray Allen. Demarcus Cousins. I think if he would have drafted a backup center, he would have you two to one, but I think you're going to get him two to one. Because Dirk can't guard DeMarcus Cousins for 20 minutes in the game. And if he can't guard DeMarcus Cousins for 20 minutes a game, well, dear God, what is he going to do with Hakeem? Right. So you have the offense and the spacing to make it. If you can't guard those two guys, you can't beat you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think 2-1 because uh, I'll give Luka going supernova a game. All right, let's see how you do against Javon. Jeez. So this is a really tough matchup because, like, Anthony Davis is going to play a lot of minutes at the four, and he can guard Braun and Ben Simmons, but I'm really worried about Bob McAdoo. Um... And Kevin McHale doing it. So, the small ball problem is a real problem. And he has more offensive power supernovas with Jamal Murray and James Harden. (sighs) David Robinson and Ben Wallace is a really good interior combo. Man. But he does not have the bench. This is tough, Chris. I know. 
I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm giving him two to one. Javon? Yeah. It's just it's it's if it wasn't LeBron James mm. then it would be then it would be like because even though you can be offense LeBron James offensively, he's just gonna do the exact same to you. So I kinda feel like Negates the size a little bit in Ben Simmons and David Robinson. Uh, have you kind of in a tough bind? Um, I feel like it's a little bit of a conflict of interest for to let you choose who's going to win between Ben and Javon. So I think I'm going to choose. Okay. Uh, ooh. He has more offensive. Luca, Kawhi. <sighs> okay, so this is gonna be a little different because Chris Middleton guarding Kawhi scares the crap out of me, uh, and Luca Doncic's like legit six foot seven. So. Jamal Murray can't guard him. James Harden can't guard him. Gary Payton, like Tony Parker, Patty Mills. So I honestly think Ben takes us two one. I think the individual matchups are not good for are not good for Javon here. So that means no way. Ben has three wins. You have three wins, and Javon has three wins. <laughs> so, so what happens now? I don't know. I can't believe this just happened naturally. I, I did not. I did not choose this. I, I did not make this happen at all. Well, it's gridlock. So, you have the edge on Ben. Javon mm-hmm. has the edge on you, and Ben has the edge on Javon. I think your team's the most complete. I think Javon's got the most offensive superpower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ben has more balance on having a little bit of uh, superpower. Man, how do we choose? Mm-hmm. Okay. I so, think... Go ahead. Whose team did I not beat? You did not beat Javon. You beat Ben 2-1. Javon beat you 1-2. But okay. Ben beat Javon 2-1. So I should beat Javon then. <laughs> yeah. If I beat Ben, I should beat Javon. Well, let me tell you why I beat Javon. <clears throat> okay, let's let's hear. It. Okay, so hmm. let me get his team again, real quick. 
Ben Simmons, where we took the prime of all these players, correct? Braun, I'm worried yes. about for sure. Jamal Murray, we can't say if he's his prime now or if it's his prime coming up. James Harden, he could be in his prime. Those are my two biggest worries. Um, because I'm lacking um outside defenders right now. I don't have any outside defenders. I have to have a lot of big bodies. So what it turns into is a shooting match, but hmm, I'm not really worried about Ben Simmons. I'm not worried about Ben Simmons at all. Obviously. Gary Payton can't do anything with my guards. Tony Burke can't do anything with my guards. Patty Mills can't do anything with my guards. My biggest worry is James Harden, Jamal Murray, and LeBron. Because I think we chop up everybody else. David Robinson is also a worry. I think since your team is more complete, it should move on. And I think I should win anyway, because if I beat Ben, there's no way that I don't beat Javon. Well, it's just matchups. I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you can move on. You won the weirdest tiebreaker ever. The weirdest tie ever. Yeah. It's like a little biased, but it's okay. It's our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You can read the first one for the uh, Conference 3, Zach Porter. Okay. Mm. This team was called 0 for 0 or 0 for 0? That's a good question. I think it was 0 for 0. How do you even know? I don't know. I think it's the same. It's virtually the same thing, though. Um. Okay, so at point guard, he had Steve Nash and IT. Really good pairing. I mean, really good point guards there. Um. Then you got here at Reggie Miller, Manu, Brandon Roy. Small four, you had Bird, Mello, and Bruce Bowen. Carl four, he had Carl Malone, Chris Bosch, and Bill. He had Carl Malone and Chris Bosch. Center, he had the most overrated player ever, Bill Walton, and Moses Malone. So, you may not see it, but this team fits Greg Popovich's system perfectly. Slow paced, great passers, guys are not. Guys are not me, 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 guys. Other than Melo, this team has to get chemistry bonus points. So this is a team that is a really phenomenal passing team, like I said. Before, this is going to be a great half-court, Greg Popovich passing, unselfish type of team, which is going to be really, really impressive. It's going to give them a chemistry bonus, kind of like the Spurs. I definitely feel the same way about that. So Carl Malone's an amazing interior force, so he's going to cause a lot of problems. Melo and Larry Bird give great ISO scores. Reggie Miller provides a lot of three-point spacing. Imano Ginobili provides a smaller thing except more shot creation ability than Steve Nash. I mean, it's not then Steve not and then Steve Nash is really phenomenal. Phenomenal. Can't talk today. His pick and roll with Carl Malone is going to be. Great, because we already know how amazing a pick and roll can't be, can be in Carl Malone. So Isaiah Thomas is not a great fit because you kind of need that you kind of need that spacing from the three point line that Steve Kerr provides. 
that Steve Nash provides. So also Bill Walton is an okay post score, better pass passer than probably than people probably know it. Most of is probably the backup since Bill Walton fits the whole passing team chemistry ball movement thing a lot better than most of them. Even though Moses Malone's a better player, so when the Waltons, so when Walton's off the floor, <clears throat> this team's going to have a really great rebounding presence, post presence. So he is one of those players that doesn't really need an offense to send around him, but it's valuable. So Lebron's ability to shot create, and so is Melo's, are going to be extremely important. I would not be surprised if they combine for 40 points a game, but even with all-time great players. The way this team is set up, it is for these guys to get the ball a lot. So this team is going to cause a lot of problems, and they can defend a lot of things. So it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. But I think that this team is very good in the sense of an older style of basketball, but also while having the shooting that they need. I had MVPs and championship experience and guys who had short primes as well, plenty of savvy passers on the team to go with shot creator shooters and post bigs. My team has it all. Yeah, definitely a very well-balanced team. Going to be really tough. All right, I'm going to read the next one. Mr. Pristine Paper, number one pick in the draft. He's got Oscar Robinson, Trey Young, Chauncey Billups, the one-handed wonder Bob Cousy, Michael Jordan, C.J. McCollum, Clay Thompson, the greatest number one draft pick of all time, Jalen Green, Dolph Chase, Andre Karolinko, Rasheed Wallace, and Embiid. So, this team has to play small because you have to have Rashid and Embiid rotate a center. Uh, you're you're probably going to have to have Clay at the small forward uh, with rotating with like Dolph Shays and Andre Karolinko rotating with Dolph Shays at the power forward. So it's really going to lack a lot of depth. And when Del Shays is on the floor, it's going to lack defense because he's not – he's more of like a slow-footed human being. Uh, MJ can rotate with CJ McCollum. And Oscar's, you know, a really good point guard. And Trey Young's going to probably get more minutes than people realize because they do need that offensive superpower. But this team's lack of in- interior depth – when we have uh, all the long list of great post players, is probably going to get exposed. Yeah, sadly for MJ, this is probably one of the the probably the weakest team out of all the teams. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, you ready to do the next one? Yeah. All righty. <clears throat> so. Next guy is Don Quirius Minley. He um, he's on Instagram as Rover Media. So the name of his team was Rover Media. So at point guard, he had Dame, D. Rose, Gilbert, and Kenny the Jet Smith. Shooting guard, he had Grant Hill. At small forward, he had KD Grant. I accidentally oh. wrote Grant Hill twice. And Gilbert Arenas twice. <laughs> yeah. My bad. You're fine. KD and Joe Johnson. Amari, Paul Gasol, Tim Duncan, Yao, Dwight Howard. This team is really big, but where does everyone play? You know what I'm saying? Like, this has potential if you make a case for Gilbert at the two. 
So he shows length to defend and prolific scores. You don't need a pick and roll score. And close players who can get their own shot. I literally, he literally chose all-time greats. A lot of other teams are filled with good players, not greats. Many of his players are a top 50. So this team is going to have to play really slow to succeed. And younger Tim Duncan can switch pretty well, so he's not going to get exposed a ton. Unless it's, it's especially, unless it's a player like Perry. So basically this team has a question, answer. And I would answer in a few ways. So basically they have a shooting problem. Now you may not see that when you see Dame and KD's name, but it's there. Since we're playing a half-court style slow pace, Dwight Howard might not get 35 minutes, and maybe like 28, 26, because Yao fits really well in that slower pace style back to the basket and has a mid-range shot, like he makes a lot more sense of the center position. And I would not play Amore Stoudemire at all, because Tim Duncan and Pau Gasol provide great mid-range shooting, and Pau Gasol has a little bit of three-point shot too. The reason why I would do this is Grant Hill may not be your traditional shooting guard, but in this lineup, it makes a lot of sense to have one on the floor with them because Grant Hill is the more natural passer who can kind of resort to being a role player that's a great passer, can attack the rim, the pressure at the rim, good mid-range shooter, but not a great three-point shooter, obviously. But Dame's going to put special pressure that nobody else can put on defense deep from the three unless you're talking about Curry. He's obviously the starter over D-Rose, and Katie is amazing. He is the starter. He is the thing that makes the team, this team difficult to stop because his scoring ability is spring. And Joe Johnson may not be an extremely elite player, but you're getting the same type of ISO guy that you're getting from Katie, like similar mold, <laughs> mold player. But obviously not as great. And then I put no Gilbert Arenas as the backup to guards to offer some good shooting. I'll put Gilbert Arenas as the backup two guards to offer some good shooting and shot creation so their bench is not as bad as DJ. This team does not have as much shooting as DJ or my team, but this team does not have a slower pace. It does have a slower pace that they have some things that are going to be really hard to stop with. Tim Duncan and the center play and obviously Kevin Durant and when you throw in Dame Dollar next to KD get a really great dynamic. This team's tough, really tough. Yeah, so Gilbert Arenas is the key of, you know, having them have some shooting. And then uh, Grant Hill provides a lot. So this team's very, very well balanced to play slow post game. All right. I'm going to be talking about Uno Bay here. Team Alpha. He's got J-Kid, the GOAT Jeremy Lin. The Cleveland Cavaliers' best player of all time, Colin Sexton, Kobe Bryant, Vince Carter, Dwayne Wade, Jerry West. He has like four of the top eight shooting guards of all time. Uh, Paul Pierce, KG, Draymond, Bill Russell, Ralph Sampson. So this team could be nice if you move down Kobe to the small forward position and rotate Paul Pierce there. Um and you just say, Vince, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to sit on the bench because D. Wade and Jerry West are absolutely prolific. Uh, you're probably going to want to play D. Wade at point guard, too, just to try to get everybody on the floor and have J-Kid back him up. Um, so maybe you get Vince Carter back up shooting guard minutes. But this 
this team's going to run into a problem, which is going to be a great question. Is mid-range shooting enough? And do they have enough space and not shoot from the same spots? Because when you say Kobe, play with Vince Carter and Dwayne Wade. Like, they're all mid-range shooters. They're all shot creators. And Kevin Garnett, like, who's who's spacing out the hit of three? So this team's this team's plays very much like a two thousands late nineteen nineties team. Um, they have a lot of interesting pieces, and they play really great defense. I mean, when you put KG, Bill Russell, Dwayne Wade, Kobe on the same team, like you get a great defensive team. Even Jerry West was a good defender, and I didn't even say Draymond's name. So it's gonna be really interesting because Draymond Green might. Be like, I don't know. It's it's a weird team, Chris. It's really weird. Uh, so yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. So that's the last team of this conference. So there's four teams here. So basically, we have to choose. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it and see who we think is gonna win the three game series individually, and then we'll see who's at the top. Okay. So, who do you think is gonna win? On a three-game series between Zach Porter and Pristine Paper. Zach Porter. How many games you think? Three. Three out. Yeah, same. So this this team has way too much uh, post-depth to be playing around with Pristine Paper. Zach Porter versus Dequarius Finley. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, because it's not really like for sure where everybody plays at. I mean, you do have that KD game like dynamic, but two one. You're thinking two one for Porter? I'll give yeah, I'll give two one Zach Porter. I'm gonna disagree. I think I think that uh I think that his strong points of the team is just so similar to Dequarius that I think the star power kind of takes over. Like I love Larry Bird, but Katie's better. But they they're similar, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I love Carl Malone, but Tim Duncan's better. Yeah, I, you know, like Pau Gasol, who's better between him and Chris Bosh? It's pretty close. Um, but in my opinion, I either I'd rather have Dame than Steve Nash. You know, I I yeah. think I think Dequarius Finley's team is just built. They're built very similarly. You know, it's going to be a really close series, but I'd give Dequarius. Two one. Okay. So, what do you think? Do you still think Zach will win two one? Because you don't have to agree with me. Yeah, let me look at it again. Uh, 
Um. Hmm. You would have to take the star power into account. You do have Dame and KD, which makes a big difference. Yeah, but even though they do have the star power, the thing for Zach is he does have like a natural like team fit. I'll still go with Zach Porter too long. All right. So the only way I think we could do this tiebreaker is we ask one of our girlfriends to choose between number one and two, and the number one will be Zach, and number two will be Don Quarius. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Julia. Julia. Babe. Woohoo. All right, can you choose a number, either one or two? Choose either one or two. Just... She chose two. Don Quarius wins. Thank you, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> she chose my pick. I guess that's that's home court advantage right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Poor Ben listening to this podcast. He not Ben, but Zach Porter. He loses because my girlfriend chose the number two. <laughs> I still say that Zach wins, but okay. Hey, if if we come to the end and they're tied, and I have to think about it again, I'll re- I'll look at it really hard. I'll look at it really hard. <laughs> All right, we got Uno Bay Team Alpha versus Zach Porter. Three out. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think this team has got real flaws, and I I don't think Zach's got flaws like that. So he won three, one, three. So he has seven wins. Let me see. So Zach Porter's got seven wins. All right, so next one is Pristine Paper. He already has zero against Zach Porter. How many think he's getting against Aquarius Finley? Zero. How many do you think he's getting against uh, Uno Bay Team Alpha? Mm. It's a real battle. Okay. So, you may not agree with me, but I say Christian Paper gets at least 2 1 against him. It's cool. I love Joel Embiid. I'll chill with it. All right. 2 1 because Kelby goes off, but. So you said Don Quarius Finley won three games against Pristine Paper. Mm-hmm. So he gets to face off against Uno Bay, Team Alpha. How many wins? Three. Oh, three. Yeah, probably. So that means Don Quarius Finley would beat it out. He'd win. The whole thing? Yeah, because... Not the whole thing, but Zach Porter only won seven. Oh. Damn. Man. So the fact that my girlfriend chose a number restricted Zach Porter from getting it. Right. 
Pois é. How about this? How about this? Hmm? How about... Uh... Instead of doing what we were going to do for the top three teams, since it was so close between Zach and Don Quarius, mm-hmm. I play either Don Quarius or Zach, and you play either Zach or Don Quarius. Okay. Who do you... Uh, we probably shouldn't let each other choose. Yeah. Um, hey, babe. Can you choose a number between one and two again? I, uh, if she chooses one, I play Don Quarius. If she chooses two, I, cho- I play Zach. Okay. Choose a number between one and two. Is that a trick question? No, it's not a toy- <laughs> trick question. <laughs> okay, I'm playing Don Quarius. And I play Zach. Yep. Seven game series. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and we get to choose each other's. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, you want to choose who's who's winning between me and Don Quarius, or do you want me to choose yours first? You can choose mine first, and I'll choose whoever. Oh, oh. Let me let me delete everything because scrolling this long is going to be a pain. Sadly, for everybody else, actually, no, um, don't mind the scroll. All right, so Chris Christopher Muhammad has a del- you know. An amazing team. Wilt. No, that's my team. Hakeem. I'm just trying to take in your team. Hakeem, DeMarcus Cousins, AD, Kevin McHale. Your team's stacked. Mm-hmm. My Google document is freezing up. Oh no. Oh no. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, it looks like it's workable again. All right. Let's see what his team is. Steve Nash, Isaiah Thomas, Reggie Miller. Oh, you have a Larry Bird size problem with Melo. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I mean, Carmelo can't guard Anthony Davis, but, you know, it's not like he doesn't have... He has bums. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a well-built team. Steve Nash, Isaiah Thomas. He has shooting. Brandon Roy's not going to touch the floor. Bruce Bones. That Bird and Mellow combo is tough. Because that's... With all the spacing and all the things he does, that's tough. And you have uh, John Stockton, Rondo. Very similarly built teams. Very similar. I would say you have higher quality bigs, mm-hmm. but he has the Larry Bird mellow combo. Yeah. You guys both have shooting. You have a D-book advantage. Um, John Stockton and Rondo are pretty similar to Steve Nash and Isaiah Thomas. So it's really it's really up to the way you view basketball. Because yeah. he does get that passing bonus. 
Like the whole team fits. Man. Moses Malone is like your DeMarcus Cousins is not gonna expose him. But you have more mid range shooting. Man, if you had like Kobe or somebody that could just be like I'm going to destroy the rim all day. Be different. Oh my gosh. These teams are so close, Chris. Because you really do have the advantage front court wise. Yeah. Like, even though he has a good front court, your front court's legit. Jesus. I really don't want to make my girlfriend choose, it's too important. Yeah. It's seven games, though. I could tell you that right now. <laughs> Is it 4-3 some way? It's going to be 4-3 one way or another. Uh, let me talk it out so the fan knows what we're going through here. So basically, Zach probably has the advantage at point guard. Chris has the advantage at two guard. Zach has the advantage at the small forward. Chris has an advantage at the power forward and the center. But it's really close. The point guards are really close with Chris, too. But the small forward advantage is big. And Zach does have a team that has chemistry, that plays really well together, that gets that bonus. But there's an Anthony Davis-sized problem. And a team... And Bob McAdoo. I know. I know, I know. He has plenty of spacing. (sighs) Man. Hmm. This is really hard. Can we break the tie? I don't want to break the tie. I don't want to leave it up to my girlfriend choosing between a number on this one. (laughs) It's too important. It's too important. Leave it the chance for the point. Man, 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 oh man. (laughs) Man. Um, I mean, I have three. I have three matchups to this too, though. Yeah, you do have three matchups to two. 
That's very true, Chris. It, it, because Reggie Miller and Ray Allen do kind of like etch each other out, right? Mm-hmm. They're both running that half court off the ball stuff, but Devin Booker is your advantage, uh, depth wise between mono. Uh, obviously, Anthony Davis is better than Carl Malone. Um, Chris Bosh though is really good spacing for him, but Bob McAdoo and Kevin McHale are tough. You know, but you probably have to play Bob McAdoo because Steve Nash is probably going to expose him to pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hakeem's much better than. Bill Walton. DeMarcus Cousins is in the same league as Moses Malone, but his team just fits so beautifully. And Larry Bird is probably the greatest offensive weapon between all the teams. See, that's that's what's scaring me is because he has Bird and Mello fit so beautifully. I'm giving it to Zach. I'm so sorry, Chris. I think I think the bird and mellow combination is not something that I w- saw coming from Zach. And that combination is... Because even though I love everything you've done, MP asking MPJ and Peja, who are notorious at not being able to guard anybody, to guard the two greatest ISO players he has... It's so tough. And even though you have a great advantage inside, and this game will go seven games, I think that put on top of the passing chemistry that he seemed to build here. Sadly, Chris, I think as seven games, as close as the series can be, I think Zach's going to take it. Judas. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Judas. (laughs) <laughs> Judas. It's so tough. Judas. <laughs> All right, so who do you think is going to win between me and Dark Warriors Finley? Dark Warriors Finley. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> you were just going to do it just because. <laughs> All right, Zach Porter versus Doc Warriors Finley in the finals. Oh, hey! <laughs> You've seen my team! And what in the world? Bro, no way Doc Warriors Finley's taking me. Judas. <laughs> I know that you're upset. <laughs> we gotta separate your energy, bro. He's got <laughs> Yao Ming and I got Will Chamberlain. <laughs> I Magic Johnson and Pistol. Like, what are we talking Like Yao used to cook Shaq. Oh my god! He didn't cook Will Chamberlain. I have a team. I have a team that's gonna make Yao and Ming up, run up and down the floor. <laughs> Rubber media wins. Come on, man! You got it. You got it. You is that your real answer? No. <laughs> okay. Judas. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> It was really close. You had a good team. See, this is what see to all the listeners out there. This is what happens when you start a podcast with a friend, have a fantasy draft. He steals your players, and then he makes you lose. He makes you lose. Judas. Judas. That's what he is. Judas. No, no, no. Judas. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, Jason, you win. Thank you. Judas. Alright, so it's only fair for you to choose between me and Zach Porter. I want to say you win because you got this with the Americans. At the teams. Alrighty. <clears throat> Larry Bird and Melo is a problem together. That's my nice <laughs> scoring. You got T Mac and Paul George, though. That's also a problem. That pistol piece, Zach Levine, like, that takes it in the shooting guard, I think. I also have Jason Tatum at small forward. You do have Jason Tatum. Ooh. That you probably have the most complete team out of the draft. Like, honestly. Because you have a big lineup, a small lineup, like however you were picking, like it was just perfect. Um Wow, it's gonna be a I would say in a seven game series, it will be close because mm-hmm. of Larry Bird and Melo. But I think you have him beat everywhere else. Let me just check, make sure. Yeah, Steve Nash, uh, you kind of beat him with that. Your point guards are better. Yeah, I have, are better. I have Magic and Russ. Yeah, point guard. Small forwards. Bird and Melo is different. Your power forwards. Let me see your power forwards. Yes, Rowan. That Jason Tatum makes a difference because these other the, his power forwards don't space the floor. Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> And if he, his bigs are beating me, I could literally just put Walt Bellamy and Patrick Ewing at the four. Yeah. Um. Shit. I would say like. In a seven game series. It would be like. It wouldn't be. <clears throat> it would be like four two. Wow, I'm sure that was hard for me. I'm sorry at what I put you through. <laughs> Maybe like four two. Nice. I'll give him like two games, but maybe like four two. Ah, Judas. Judas went to championship. <laughs> Judas wins the championship. It would have been tough. I didn't think about this just now, but me versus you is a tough matchup. Ah, so he got rid of me because of that. So, okay, I see. Because <laughs> AD and Akeem are really, like, AD at the four is, like, it's yeah. We, it's why we need a Gus. Because <laughs> you're a Judas. You got I did not do that on purpose. You got rid of me so that you could win the championship because you knew that I was I a problem. Not, I did not do that on purpose. I was just talking about it after the fact. What do you think the argument, what do you think your argument would have been if you would, it would have been me and versus you for your oh, team? let me look. I always forget who I pick. I was forgetting who I picked the entire time. Yeah, I know. Mm. So my bigs are different. That's mm-hmm. really where I have the biggest advantages. AD, DeMarcus Cousins, Bob McAdoo, Kevin McHale. That's where my biggest my biggest mismatch and my biggest 
offensive, defensive power is, is in my bigs. Because everything else is kind of like negated by everybody else. But the fact that you can't stop my bigs forces them to build a wall, throwing more bodies at my bigs, opening up my shootings, open up my slashers. So now you let Rondo, now he's able to beat the post. He has so many different bigs to choose from. Because Sean Stockton might not see the floor. He might may or may not. Because he might run a pick and roll with Hakeem. But it's, it's, it's really give or take. I would probably do like Rondo starting, John Stockton off the bench. So Rondo comes in, and he destroys you interiorly with the pick and roll, with feeding the post, and he's going to make the right pass. And because of that, now you have to build a wall with all your people in order to stop my bigs from going to work, which, once again, like I said before, frees up my shooting. Then you have a Devin Booker-sized problem. Now you have a Ray Allen-sized problem. And then George Gervin, he may or may not see the floor, but if he does, he's cutting through you like butter. That's that. That's your that's your argument. That's my argument. <clears throat> well, uh, my argument is I could go big too. I have Wilt and Bob Lanier. Uh, those are huge human beings. Those are huge human beings. And then I have a six foot eleven and seven footer playing power forward. <laughs> like you might have great power forwards, but I have more size. And you guys, do. I got and like my size is ridiculous when you realize. Magic is like six nine. T Mac is like six nine. Jason Tatum's like six nine. Zach Levine and Paul George are like six foot seven, six foot eight, and I, I pistol Pete like curling off the dribble, and then Russell Westbrook at the back of one. Like I, I think, I think I'd be able to take you. I, I think I would. Even though it'd be hard for us to say who's gonna win, because we're obviously both biased. Exactly. You're a Judas. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stole my players. Hey, like, let, let's let's have my girlfriend decide. Julia, Julia, if she chooses two, if she chooses two, I win. If she chooses one, you would have won. Okay. Julia, choose a number between one and two. I feel like it's getting Uh huh. No, you can't. You yeah yeah they can hear you. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All you're choosing is, you know, the decision between a friend's debating. No, there's no third number. So it's either one, one or two, or two, one or two. I'm not gonna help her. No, she's not gonna look in your eyes. You might, you might be able to read me. Yeah. <laughs> no eye contact right now. No eye contact. Stop <laughs> coaching, Judas. <laughs> Choose one, Julia. Choose a number. Either one or two. It's not like I'm writing my whole championship game between Chris and I on this number. <laughs> what are you doing? You're not allowed to come over here. She chose two! Let's go! Let's no, go. no, no, I'm no. my girlfriend. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, no, no looking. Hey, no looking. Hey, hey. You're texting. I see your phone. You, I text hey. her come here. I text her uh-huh. come here. Okay, I let's see the read. Let's read the rest of the seat. Let's see it. Okay. Okay. Babe. Okay. <laughs> so, this game right now is going through the tiebreaker between me and Jason for our fantasy draft. Okay. You already won. 
Which he he, he did win. It's okay. Because he cheated. He's a Judas. He's still a female player. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he chose a different team instead of me to beat me. So. <laughs> you know. Wow. Keep going. Wow. Anyway. So choose a number between one and two. You can either choose one or two. That's your only choices. Two. Let's go! Let's go! She chose two, two! Let's go! Let's go! Why? It was meant to be. Why? 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 You're a Judas as well. Judas. I got some Irish. You're Julia. That's what you are. You're Judas and you're Julia. Oh my gosh, my girlfriend's name is Julia. Why? Judas. Judas <laughs> is between me and him winning. He won because you chose two. Oh, I thought you were number two. No. Wow. 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 Left up the chance and he still won. You know what? Judas. Oh, hey. Both. Come on, man. Both of y'all. Judas. <laughs> it was meant to be. If that's Judas. not a sign. Judas. 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 It's straight Judas. You, you, can't, you can't disagree with math, Chris. I'm calling somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you better not text him. I'm not. I'm calling him right now. Okay, okay. I'm tired of this, Judas. <laughs> <laughs> if this guy chooses two, it's gonna be the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> also, two is my favorite number, so I guess I was rigged the whole time. Yeah. Getting <clears throat> an answer. Hold on. What is Gus doing right now? Is he busy? I don't know. I'm going to call, oh. Gus. I'm gonna call Gus. I'm calling Gus. <laughs> okay. I can't get him to call. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I got it. I know exactly what I'm about to do. I know somebody's going to answer. This brief intermission in the basketball no, no. is brought to you by Judas. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, what the hell? Is it Sunday night? Can't nobody answer the phone? <laughs> like, this is making me look bad. <laughs> this is really making me look bad. Okay, hold on a second. Let me find somebody to call. Do you want me to call somebody? No. Cheat. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat. How in the world? 
four hours later. Right, like... The heck? Is it too late? Hello? Hey, what's up, Kay? What you doing? I am so sorry to bother you right now, but I need a favor. I am podcasting right now, and I just need you to choose a number, either one uh, or two. Uh, two. Let's go! Three for three! <laughs> It is a sign, Chris. It is a sign. It Thank is so a much. sign. Oh, <laughs> no, Chris is the greatest friends already. ever. It will be like an NBA draft thingy. <gasps> and yeah, I'm with Jason. We're doing a podcast together, a basketball podcast. And he won the... He was winning the championship, I think it was. So yeah. I see we were trying to figure out which team between us would win, and he won. Mm-hmm. So because everybody chose two, <laughs> three yeah. people. All right. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. <laughs> it's okay. What are you about to say? I'm sorry, it's okay. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Three for three. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, Kay. Let's go. Right, Let's bye. go. Let's go. Right, hey. Cut the cut the hey, call me D Wade because I got three rings, bro. Cut the, <laughs> cut the podcast. Cut the podcast. <laughs> cut the podcast. Cut the podcast. Hold on a second. <laughs> cut the podcast. Three people. Cut the podcast. I'm done. 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 I'm on Instagram, see who wins. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's and fine. I'll have them all choose between a number one and two. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair because you got to give them context for that. <laughs> Bro, you just got. Oh. I, you can't write that. We We did not plan this. We did not. You you just can't prepare for something like that to happen. Like, what are the ridiculous chances? I just feel like calling somebody just to see if it's like how crazy this lucky streak is. I don't know because everybody who I called or who I asked thought that I was number two because I was losing. So they immediately yeah. thought, oh, like so. Basically, what it was like it was like they chose me. They they chose you thinking that you were me. Wow. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if he picks. Hmm. 
I got forwarded to voicemail too. First try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen, right. every time I call somebody, he's like, no, I won't see the answer. Surprise, Kayla answered. Oh, yeah, let's see from college, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Whitbird University. Mm-hmm. Go Tigers. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Let's see here. <clears throat> Oh, I, I know somebody will uh, probably answer. Now, this might be home court advantage because it's my little sister. That's not fair. <laughs> I just want to see if this continues. Oh, I should probably put her on speaker. Yeah. Sunday night, she probably won't answer. She's the kid going to school tomorrow. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> just want to thank everybody for uh, joining the podcast today. We have a, had a really crazy time. We're gonna put a poll up. See, see who would have won between Chris and I. Um, yeah, we had a really great podcast today. We were breaking down the greatest uh, teams of all time, just like off of a fantasy draft. It was really fun. Um, definitely, the environment of like being on and listening to the draft was really great. Uh, the fan interaction was pretty, really, really cool. So, definitely, really appreciated everybody that participated in that and um so yeah this is gonna be the end today's podcast you guys can find us on instagram tiktok youtube spotify apple Podcasts, all of them really really great you can hit the subscribe button hit that notification bell all those things help us a ton with our podcast so yeah i'm jason collins and uh we're the basketball addicts and thank you for listening so yeah Peace out. Have a good day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.